Coast 104.5. It's up in Adam in the morning. It's so interesting to see the way businesses are, you know, being forced to, choosing to, in some respects, pivot because of everything going on. And, you know, so there's a few places that, you know, the food here is amazing. And there's, there's a handful of chefs who take things to the next level. And you may have your favorite restaurant that just takes it to the next level. One of those places, um, a place called Psalm Kitchen in Paso. And I've been up there before, and it's one dude. One dude does everything. I mean, he's, he hires a dishwasher for the night so he can cook, serve you wine, talk to you, serve you, and prep and prepare. I mean, it's a one-man show, a guy named Ian Adamo. And he only got about a handful of seats there, maybe a dozen or so seats there. And um, he does these winemaker dinners. Now, if you're really into wine, you're really into, like, really great food cooked in a really cool way. This could be a lot of fun, but because of everything going on, how do you make food like this to go? We all got our takeout. We've all done takeout during this whole thing. Takeout is still takeout. So we were, uh, I just don't think I've ever had an experience where like the takeout was so bomb, like individually, professionally sealed ingredients. The most creative thing this guy did, uh, and it's this place called Sound Kitchen again. He does this thing where he sends you an audio file right, of how he cooked the meal. He even gives you, like, these Marcona almonds to eat in the car on the way home after you pick it up. So this is really, I mean, because, look, I t- I'll tell you right now, if you're a chef, if you are a person who is a restaurateur, your worst nightmare is ta- is a customer taking your food outside your restaurant to eat it, or even worse, prepare it and eat it. They don't like that. No, because... It can cool down. It gets heated up. It, it, it ends up not, when it's out of their hands, they're not comfortable. I totally get it. So to be able to like package something together where you're just like, when you serve this on your plate, it's going to be like you had it here. I was like blown away. And especially only because of a COVID-19 coronavirus uh, BS thing we're all dealing with, quarantine at home, blah, 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 that this is even around. But I tell you, what you're being able to do is you're being able to look around and see the people who are doing these crazy out-of-the-box things Anyways, he sends you home with all the things, all the ingredients, you know, do this, do that. And then an audio file. I want you to listen to the audio file of uh, what, the, what the dude sends you home with. It's incredible. And, like, and then you're like, you listen to what he did to cook this? And then, so it's, it's pretty wild. Check it out. Hi, Zine here from Psalms Kitchen. Thank you very much for signing up for the Psalms to go dinner with Epic Authenticity. I thought I'd take a few moments just to go over the food and then, of course, the wine as well. To start the caprese salad, we've all ordered this out and we've had it at home. The tomatoes come in. The first day I smoke them for about 12 to 14 hours. The next day, oven roast them to get them sweet. Uh, and the last day, rehydrate them with olive oil. Yeah. Uh, the fresh buffalo milk mozzarella comes from Italy. Pretty straightforward. I just put a little sea salt on top. It's kind of neat because I smoked the sea salt in a Chardonnay barrel. Of course you did. The basil oil just adds a little complexity to the tomatoes. Well, bet. The rack of lamb, really cool farm out in Colorado. Marble cap on the outside. I sous vide it at 132 degrees for about 48 to 49 hours. Oh, oh, oh. When you bring this home, just cut it open and you can sear it. But what an interesting idea to record something. For about that... 30 to 45 seconds uh, just to get it uh, crispy. This is a dinner for two with a bottle of wine. And it wasn't, it wasn't break the bank 
crazy. So I don't know. I just thought this was like super creative. Who in the world is doing something this? Converted to a pudding with coconut milk and star anise. The oranges, it's a quarter navel orange cooked for 16 days uh, on and off the heat. What? Eight hours on, eight hours off. What? No outside sugar added. The sugar from the oranges cooked themselves down over that time. When you cut it open, just use the spoon to cover it through the rind. You can eat the whole orange. Uh, pretty cool with the risotto as well. Wow, so I did that. I ate the whole damn orange. Have you ever eaten an orange rind and it actually be good? I thought it was impossible. This guy, wow. Unreal. So anyways, Lady I Fancy and I, we made our... Our Cinco de Mayo dinner. And, you know, we had planned, oh, we'll do this. We'll do fish tacos. It'll be great. And, and it was great. It tasted fantastic. But we thought, wouldn't it be fun to literally do a comprehensive, open, transparent take, just like Ian Adamo did in his thing that you just heard, but about our Cinco de Mayo dinner last night. And this is the real deal. This is exactly how it happened. Here you go. After, you know, a margarita, too. Just wanted to give you a little bit of a lowdown on how everything was prepared tonight. Why don't you tell us about the beans? The beans have been sitting in my cupboard for probably about two years. Adam brought them home for event free. They have maltodextrin, which is a common known sugar alternative, which I generally try to avoid. But, you know, in the case of Santa Maria bringing it on Cinco de Mayo, I went ahead and boiled those beans with that MSG maltodextrin-lated packet that I questioned about how long it had been there. Clearly not quite enough anti-caking agent, but it's okay. So you actually aged these beans in our pantry for two years? They're dry-aged, yes. Wow, dry-aged for two years. So then the beans, they started very early in the morning. Yes, they did. I actually burned them once, brought them back to life, and nearly burned them a second time. That was around 5 p.m., and now I did start them at 8.30. Package told me to cook them for two hours. However, I have been blessed with this really bad luck bean gene. It's actually called the bad bean gene. So it uh, took me about 12 hours to cook them. Then we get into the beautiful avocado. We aged this for seven days in the refrigerator to make it nice and hard so you couldn't get through any of it. Why don't we talk about how we prepared the fish? Fish was fresh caught from Instacart Costco last week. Came in frozen, thawed that out for a solid 24, took it out for about 10 minutes on Monday just to make sure I wasn't going to run into any solid middles when it came time to cook on Tuesday and turns out... Nailed it. We actually slow cooked the fish for a long time so we could go pick up margaritas. That's actually the recommended cooking method with fish. You just get it right until it's ready. Juicy, cooked through. Perfect. And, you know, just on that edge. But then you actually keep it cooking while you go get margaritas so it just overcooks a little bit. Yeah, and you know, it gives it a little bit more of a beefy, more steaky characteristic. Wow, but it pairs great with the overly sweet under tequila margaritas we got. That's correct. That's correct. I love it. Very good. Pineapple salsa took a long time. Why don't we talk about and break yeah. that one down? Pineapple salsa was made from pineapple that I froze on January 18th, 2020. So we actually aged this in the freezer for four months? It was cold aged. It was, you know, it was cold aging. Yeah. And actually the, the pepper, this is actually very phenomenal. The pepper has been in the crisper for probably about four weeks now. And there was, you know, just not one rotten part. That's pretty amazing. 
cilantro slightly over seasoned and they're just like I don't like so yeah you cut up as much cilantro as would fill probably a queen size pillowcase <laughs> and then you put it into about a nine ounce bowl tomatoes fantastic I actually sun ripened those for three days on the front patio the attention to culinary detail that even an Ian Adama would probably be envious of well bon appetit baby cheers cheers uh, uh, what Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Why can we think of cheers in Spanish? Salud. 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 All you hear is margaritas. I love that. So that's how that's how our dinner went down. But uh, I just think it's so cool to see a business like this really just like cut above and thinking outside the box. You are going to notice the ones that are right through this tunnel. And there's a light at the end of this tunnel. But the ones who are in the front of that pack are the people who think like that out of the box, really hustling to do some really exciting stuff. We're very lucky to live where we live. Uh, more on the way. It's Coast 104.5. Thank you so much for being up in Adam in the morning. Up in Adam in the morning. Up in Adam in the morning.